0: Hello, back again with another episode. Alright, I was trying to be clever there, but whatever. We're at vocal.media. We are, we are going to be doing, uh, got the snake at the head. It's a very thing that I often say to my friends, uh, especially my best friend, which he knows I am infamous for saying. Uh, but yeah, sometimes you just got to focus where the real venom is coming from. I, I love snakes. I think snakes are beautiful. I absolutely adore them. But they are frequently misunderstood and misinterpreted once they become human. Right? So let's uh continue. Uh, and I'll read my uh, vocal.media to you. Snakes can only shed their skins. The animal itself often attacks when provoked. But when translated through human behavior, the attacks are usually unprovoked and done with extreme prejudice. Success is the snake shaker of society. Success is an individual experience of what each person wants in their life, and they are free to change it however they please. However, success brings shedding skins towards people aiming at success and happiness and false hopes that. The, uh, the success will fall into them as well without admission to the wrongful actions they have chosen before. Why is this behavior acceptable? Because it is not. Perfection is not expected, but intentionally being harmful towards another does not grant favorable actions. What does one deem as success? Is it marrying the person you desire Will your desire strike a chord amongst those snakes to test the boundaries of your relationship? Does success include publishing a book or or starting a YouTube channel? Will that entice snakes to watch and judge silently with high hopes of your failure but state they are supporting? Does success include designing your first dress with, I don't know, imperfections? Is it gaining accolades from the masses for what you have created? Is success moving to a new state or country, buying a new home, getting a new job? Why do snakes covet other possessions or lives? Why focus on the lawn that is not yours? The grass will always look greener on the other side because you're not watering your own grass and trying to poison someone else's. It takes a lot of work, energy, and time you could never have back to poison another person's lawn. Communal happiness is the backbone of society, and we could easily feed each other, but not all of us are willing to help, even with the smallest of deeds. No one is obligated to help, but No one is obligated to be harmful, yet that selfish choice seems to be the desirable and easiest. Slithering in the shadows to watch the successes or what you deem to be success of others is unnecessary. This includes if you were intentionally harmful to another individual and their success is your cue to be friends, (laughs) simply shedding their skin. The true gems of the world are the individuals who can wish well on others and leave people alone. Those are the people who genuinely respect others. Another person's life is not for interference. We are all insignificant and irrelevant to each other until we choose otherwise. So why not choose neutrality or positivity? Any other choice requires more work than it does to focus on oneself. And no one is worth wasting time. You can't get back on someone else. Sorry. No enemy is worth that. And if you see me as your enemy, trust me, I ain't worth all that much. Focus on yourself. There are simple scenarios and concepts that seem incomprehensible to selfish minds. Where if you leave an individual alone and carry on with your life, we are in no way obligated to interact with each other. And yet there are people who feel so inclined to. Where is the logic behind these thoughts? Being harmful is not about the concept of being a goody two shoes. <laughs> Uh, but rather your emotional intelligence to focus on what is actually important without intentionally causing harm to another. Accidental harm is a subject for another day. But the grass is greener on your side when you take a moment to look down at your feet. And if it is not, then doesn't it make sense to begin planting? Whether a simple plan or not, what is important is that what you are planting is yours and yours only. Only then can life be so much easier. So yeah, yeah, I uh, I did that one, and uh, is my I guess the most diplomatic approach I could to have to this. So I, I will give a little uh, depth and some backstory to it. So people know that like, I have a strong interest in, you know, doing entertainment, whether it's acting, uh, modeling I'm there for but I'm I'm not solely like in love with it. But it, it can be fun, right? Um I enjoy doing voiceovers, you know, and I had put up a post that gained a lot of heavy attraction. Which was fine. I was like, oh, people like it. It's cute. But it was obvious that the photo was not what people thought it was. Now, in particular, there were some people there who had literally, literally went out of their way from the second they met me without me saying anything more than hello. Went out of their way to try to make my life a living hell. I mean, I'm talking about causing me uh, problems here, problems there, starting up rumors, all kinds of crazy crap. I mean, heck, on the day that I met them, they demanded to know why I was even being hired, looked me up and down and slammed the door in my face. I didn't even get the chance to do anything. I was like, well, if you're going to be that nasty, at least let me give you a damn good reason to be that way. This way you can tell the story of me. But That was never the case so it was weird seeing them uh immediately text me like oh my god hey my god congrats and I'm like why are you talking to me we work together yes I wish you the best yes I hope everything you're doing is very successful but I have no interest in your lawn I have no interest on what's happening on your grass in fact I hope it's really really phenomenal but our lawns don't need to be next to each other I can genuinely wish the best for another person without having to be involved or interactive with their life and vice versa. So like I was a little annoyed at the fact that uh, they're like, hey, what's up? And they weren't the only one. There was a few people who actually reached out to me, people who don't even talk to me. Uh, there were people there who didn't even want to help me when I actually asked for help. And I'm not someone asked for help. And... They just, like, completely disappeared. And I was like, all right. Now they see this. And they're like, hey, girl. And I'm like, what? (laughs) Like, you didn't see no one uh, be helpful before. So uh, what are we doing here? Like, why are we having this pretend conversation? And I know I know, uh, one of my mentors, he would say, you got to forgive people. And I've, I've forgiven them. But forgiveness does not mean I have to be around those people. People often forget that, like they feel like if they've done something wrong, like, oh, you have hatred in your heart. You haven't forgiven me and or forgiven that person. Like, no, I'm not I, I wake up every morning with peace in my heart and I go to bed the same way. So um, but I'm also not willing to keep inviting the same toxic things into my life. I mean, that's like drinking arsenic, finding out it's bad for you and then going, I mean, I forgive the arsenic. So i'm just gonna leave it around the house you know just in case and then when you die from it you're like oh i messed up no <laughs> i'm not doing it i wish you the best but you can go over there like i'm very quick to just like separate myself because again we are completely irrelevant to each other we don't have to interact with each other yes we are social creatures we're really under no obligations Now, there are certain situations where I do get it. Like if you're working with someone, you can't really escape them per se. But you can limit how frequently or how much you let them into your personal circle, right? Maybe you work right next to them. You got to deal with them every day whatever. You can choose to have a conversation about your personal life or not. You can choose to hang out with them. You can choose to bring your personal life into your workspace. Around someone who you know is very toxic and just nasty to you. I mean, that's that's a choice. I choose no. <laughs> it's just it's just that simple. Like, mm, you smell toxic. You gotta go. Hope you have a great life. But over there, um, and that's what it means for me to cut the snake at the head. I genuinely do not believe that I owe anybody access to me or my life or anything that is me just because they feel like well I'm gonna do this now and don't get me wrong I guess people can change or whatever but again if you were a toxic person around me for I don't know 100% of the time that you had ever been around me or only did something nice because you wanted to benefit from it and it wasn't genuine even if you were a changed person, why would you expect me to expect that of you? I mean, I only have but so many cheeks. Two of them I can turn, the other two you can kiss. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm trying to be as reasonable as I as I can. But it's it's strange because people feel like, well, you should forgive me and, like, I should just be in your life. N- no. <laughs> the answer is no. Like, but we're friends. We're not friends, but we're family. Mm, don't care. <laughs> Um, so yeah, it's very interesting how people will often tolerate or intentionally involve themselves in places that they don't really need to be. And as, as cold or as dark as it may sound to other people, we truly are insignificant and irrelevant to each other until we choose otherwise. So if you're not going to be neutral or positive, and you're choosing to be negative, that is a conscious choice. Regardless of what your emotional intelligence is, it is a conscious choice. So knowing that we have that option, we have that freedom. No, we cannot uh, foretell every single consequence and reward of our actions. However, to know that we have that option, doesn't it make sense to choose to be positive or not give a fuck and be neutral? I feel like it's a little easier to do that. You know why? Because you're not wasting time because you're spending all that time watering your own damn lawn. Um, but uh, but yeah, that is the, the premise of where uh, my, my publishing article came from, where you cut the snake at the head. Hope you guys did enjoy. But for those of you who are like, man, you just have a lot of stuff to say. Yeah, I do. Um, <laughs> uh, You can check me out on vocal.media. Everything up for me is for Cadma. I am on TikTok for Cadmania. Welcome to catmania You know what I mean? That means you. Woo. Uh, I'm also on Instagram for curly Kadma. However, you're like, man, what else do you do? I also run a small little company called Bitten Apple TV. Got an amazing team. Amazing, phenomenal team. Feel free to check out everything that I'm doing. And I am Cadma once again, that is C-A-D-M-A. Everything else, Bitten Apple TV. There's no way in the world that you cannot find me. Like, literally, I worked very hard on my marketing. And I Google myself just to make sure I can be found. (laughs) Uh, Thank you guys so much for listening. And I hope you uh you enjoyed this article if you have anything else to say you want to give me some feedback feel free to give it to me i'm here and i am willing to listen and i am also very willing to respond thank you so much and you guys have a great night bye